The other day while I was driving in the car, I was really fascinated by what the radio host was saying. Uh, As I listened to the show, she started talking about happiness and how everyone wants to be happy. And she started quoting some happiness expert psychologist uh, that actually did scientific studies on happiness and what makes people happy. And our culture and society today has such like an interesting perception of happiness and, and what culture says will make us happy as people. But this scientific study was so interesting and fascinating to hear because it was so contradictory to what society says. And because of listening to this radio host and what she learned, it really prompted me to look into happiness and and psychologically how we can hack that as humans. Now a word from our season sponsor. One of my favorite apps has quickly become the Tuvu app. T-U-V-U. And what Tuvu is, is it's a paid subscription platform and they're going to give you guys, as Inspiring Honey listeners, one whole year free and Tuvu is a social media platform that actually values wholesome content, chronological feeds, guilt-free scrolling, and zero paid advertisement. It is exactly what we all want social media to be in this app and it is so, so amazing to be a part of. I'd love to have you guys join me over there and there is a link in the show notes below with a free subscription for you. So head over to that and check that out. You do not want to miss it because this app is truly amazing. Hey friend and welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show podcast today. I hope that you are having an amazing day and a great week so far. I am so thrilled and just so excited to be able to chat with you and have this conversation today about happiness chemicals and how to hack them. This has been one of the episodes that I've just been so excited to research um, for and to sit down and to share with you because I think that it's so important for us to understand how different chemicals and hormones within our body um, and within our brains actually affect our mood and, and affect us so, so deeply. If you guys have been following me for any amount of time, then you know that I have a background in holistic nutrition and such a passion for a holistic lifestyle. Um, and that is going to be woven into today's episode so much through just understanding what different chemicals in our brains trigger happiness and how we can hack them uh, as humans. So when I am driving is the time that I probably get the most inspired for writing or uh, podcasting or just different posts that I'm going to post or even just to encourage me personally. So the other day I had loaded all the boys into the car after a very long morning that just felt heavy. It was just one of those days that it just felt hard and heavy and I honestly felt really overwhelmed. And I don't know if you've ever felt that way where the day just feels hard and you just feel overwhelmed. And I loaded all my kids into the car and it's about 15 minutes to my parents' house and and we were going to my mom's that afternoon to meet up with my parents and um we were on the way to my parents' house and the car was really loud. 
and it was very, very loud. I felt even more overwhelmed while I was driving because I was trying to focus on the road so hard, but there's so much noise and so much going on around me. So as we're driving, I just start praying. I just start speaking peace over my car and all of a sudden one boy falls asleep and then the next boy falls asleep and then the next boy falls asleep and my car is silent and in the silence of my car I got to turn the radio up and I started listening to what the radio was and typically if it doesn't have a song or someone that I like to hear talk I turn the radio right away but it had a song And the song maybe had like a minute left. So I listened to the song and it was one that I can't even tell you what it was. I don't even remember. But I knew I liked it because they left it on. And from that song, it went into the radio host talking. And I listened to a really inspirational radio show. um, And that this is what it was on. And all of a sudden, the radio host started talking. And she started talking about happiness. So as soon as she started speaking, she grabbed my attention. And I was like no, I'm not going to change this yet. I'm not going to channel surf just yet. I want to hear what she has to say. So she was talking about happiness and she was saying how she somehow, some way came across a study where the psychologist studied human happiness and how everyone seeks to be happy. But so often people look in the wrong place. And this scientific study showed that the people that went out to find happiness in this test group um, actually found happiness when they were doing actions for other people instead of themselves. So the science experiment took two groups of people. It took one controlled group of people that went out and did something fun for themselves, like getting their hair done, getting their nails done, going for a massage, all things like that. And then another group where they had to go do an act of service. And it's very fascinating to know that the group who reported to have the most happiness after was the group that went out and did an act of service towards someone else. So as she was talking, I was just finding this so fascinating. And I I wrote down a few things that she said, but it really prompted me to think about it and think about how I could talk about this on our podcast and how I could encourage you with this and, and how I could look into this even further. And I started to research it and I, I started to research and understand that our bodies produce a few different chemicals to help us be happy and it's really interesting when you look at these different chemicals and when you understand what triggers each of them in our bodies what can actually trigger these chemicals and there's actually four of them and I'm sure you've heard them before but if you're anything like me then you might not know the connection of what can actually release those chemicals within your body to have an impact on you and the four different chemicals are dopamine, oxygen, endorphins, and serotonin. Now I have heard all of those before in multiple different settings, but I never actually understood the differences between them and how 
to hack them, how to actually tap into that part of my brain and my body to help my body start producing the quote-unquote happiness chemicals. It's really fascinating to look at each one of these and understand them deeper. So I want to do that with you right now. I want to just have this conversation and talk about what these happiness chemicals are and how we can hack them so that we can incorporate that into our days so that we can incorporate more happiness and and things that are going to produce happiness into our every single day and into our routine to cultivate more joy and more happiness within every single day. So the first chemical we're going to talk about very uh, quickly is just dopamine. This is one that we've heard so much. I know that I've heard it my whole entire life. I knew that dopamine was something that makes people feel happy, but I never really understood uh, how our bodies produce that and, and what impact that has and what that even looks like. But dopamine is a chemical specifically for pleasure and reward. So when we want to feel happiness and we want our bodies to release dopamine, There are a few ways that we can do that. And one amazing way is to listen to music or to seek out a new adventure, to do something creative or accomplish a small task. And I know for me, going through that list, personally, anytime I listen to a song I love, I just feel so much joy. Like, I just want to break out dancing. I want to sing along. It has to be a song that I like, and I'm sure you like that too, but music really has a positive impact on me. And anytime I have a new experience that I enjoy, um, it also creates a lot of joy in my life. And uh, anytime I do something creative, I create a podcast, I write, I paint, um, I sew something. Anytime I get to do something creative, I get so excited. I've always been a crafty person. um, And I never really understood before why that brought me so much joy until I understood how that, um, how having a creative outlet can create dopamine within our bodies. And accomplishing a small task is something that I can so, so clearly understand why that has dopamine, and I'm sure you can too. As soon as we get to check those little boxes off on our to-do list, it's so satisfying. So I don't know what music you like to listen to. I don't know what experiences you enjoy or what creative task or creative things you like to do or tasks you can feel accomplished doing, but I do know that there are so many options for you, and I do know according to science, that if you want to produce more dopamine, you can do any one of those things and your body is going to release that chemical, which is just so cool because I know that every day when I put on music, it just instantly puts me in a better mood when it is the right type of music. Um, And it's fascinating to know and have that correlation to the fact that that's because my body is then producing dopamine through that. It's just amazing. It's so fascinating. Okay, so the next chemical that I want to talk to you guys about today is endorphins. And I think this is really fascinating because for whatever reason, for the longest time, I always just associated endorphins with athletics. And I don't know why I made that correlation. Um, And I wasn't really educated on it prior, but I just always 
associated endorphins with athletics. Um, And then I actually started to read about it and I realized that our body creates endorphins to help us cope with pain and stress, Um, which I think is really fascinating. And I think it's just incredible when we start to realize all the different interconnecting parts of our body and how our body responds to just everything around us in such a way to protect us and to help us thrive. And um, it's just amazing to me. Our brains are fascinating to me. The way our bodies internally work are just amazing. I am so fascinated by it. But the ways I read to help release the endorphin chemicals within ourselves are very interesting. And the first thing that I found to help us release endorphins says to take a bubble bath, to just take a hot bath. The next thing says to have chocolate, which man, I am a fan of. I love me some chocolate. I am I am a girl who loves chocolate. The next thing said to give acupuncture a try and to watch comedy shows. So I can say personally all of these things I love and I know for me that all of these things that I, when I have done them, I have felt so much happier and it's so cool, like I said before, to understand that doing those actions produces endorphins and endorphin chemicals within our brains. So then it instantly just makes us feel overall more happy and makes us feel happiness, which is just so fascinating that these simple tasks can create our body or prompt our body to respond by releasing these chemicals. I can always take chocolate, and I I don't know if you like chocolate or not, but I'm sure you could replace that with something that you like to indulge with. Maybe it's cake, maybe it's a brownie, maybe it's like some cheese that you absolutely love. I don't know what it is, but there's something that I'm sure you love that you could just indulge with and enjoy. And I know I love to take hot baths, and I don't know if you do, but I'm sure there's something else that if you don't that you could find that has that same kind of feeling maybe it's swimming in the pool or taking a shower whatever it is and um the next one is acupuncture I love acupuncture if you haven't tried it I actually did acupuncture for quite some time um after I was done with chemotherapy and it helped my body in so many so many different ways and it really helped me. I haven't done acupuncture in quite a few years, but when I did, I really noticed a difference in my health. And I can totally see why acupuncture would help your body release endorphins. And the last thing was watching a comedy, which I think is really interesting because I don't ever find myself watching comedies, but I know that whenever I laugh, I instantly get happier and I know now that my, that's my body producing endorphins. So if you're ever in a situation where you're starting to feel pain or stress, there's multiple things that you can do to help your brain be happy and to help your brain be triggered by the endorphins to start creating and cultivating that happiness. The next happiness chemical that we're chatting about today is oxytocin which is specifically for love. And I just think it's very 
Very interesting. I think the word itself is very interesting to say, um, but it's really fascinating how these different acts of love and uh, and responses create and trigger our brains to feel happiness. And, and as I was researching this, it, it all made me smile because I am able to step back and say, wow, I can see how much that this actually does make me true truly happy. Uh, so the first one that I found to help our bodies produce more oxytocin is hugging family members, friends, or even a pet. And I can say 100%, I know that anytime that I hug my kids or anytime I hug my husband or even my family, I am just instantly happier. There's just something about that connection with someone you love um, that just produces so much happiness. I know for me, it really does. And I, I bet for you, it does too. Um, the next one was spending time with people you love. Now I can say, I completely see this correlation with happiness because personally, one of my love languages is quality time and if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say love languages I really want to encourage you to look up the book and look up um online the five different love languages to understand how you love best because everyone is able to feel loved in different ways I think there there's five different ones and one of them is acts of service one of them is um words of affirmation, one of them is gift giving, one of them is um, quality time, and the other one I'm blanking on at this moment. I can't exactly remember what it was, but I want to encourage you to go look that up because it is so fascinating and understanding how I best feel loved um, and am loved helped me and my husband so much in our relationship because we were able to understand how I feel loved and then in turn also we were able to understand what his love language is so that we could give that to each other and that we could support each other in a way that actually made us feel loved and communicated in it um so I just really encourage you, no matter what season of life you're in, to take a second and go look at the five love languages. Take the free quiz online and figure out what your love language is because it's going to help you um, receive love from those around you so much better and then also in turn be able to identify what other people's love languages and just love them so much better and serve them so much better. The next thing on this list was doing something nice for someone. And this reminds me of the study that we talked about earlier of the scientist who had two control groups and sent one out to go do something for themselves and sent another out to do something for others. And the group that reported the most happiness was the group that did something for others. And I just thought that was so fascinating. And I know I, I know personally that I've never done something nice for somebody and then felt, oh, <laughs> that didn't feel good. I shouldn't have done that. Anytime I've ever done something for somebody else, I've always been like, yay, like I'm so happy I got to serve them in this way. I just instantly feel so much more joy and, and thankfulness to be able to be there for someone else. And I'm sure you felt that way too. Even just um, being there for someone or when you're a little kid, do you remember ever drawing someone a picture or making someone a card and just feeling so much joy because you did something for someone else? As adults, the way that we can serve others changes and it, it looks different over time, but there's just so many different ways I think that we could show up for someone and that we can be nice to others that 
I don't even know where to begin scratching the surface with it. Maybe even just giving compliments to somebody. Maybe just dropping something off at one of your best friend's doorsteps, like a bouquet of flowers. Actually, here's a perfect example. Um, yesterday, I was outside on the porch, and um, as we were leaving, we noticed that there was this beautiful mum left on our front porch. And I texted everyone in my family, and I asked, did any of you guys drop this mom off? And everyone said no. And my husband and I were like, who in the world dropped this mom off? And I went the whole day yesterday trying to figure out who put this beautiful mom on my porch. And then today I was driving around my neighborhood and I noticed that our five houses in a row where we're all friends and we all talk and we all support each other, everyone had moms. And I was like, okay, this has to be one of our incredible neighbors. Um, and I texted our neighbors and they told me who dropped off the mom and I was just so incredibly thankful and I just felt so much joy. She had made my whole day and my whole week and I just felt so loved and so cared about. So needless to say, long story short, if you want to make someone feel loved, maybe you can go out and buy them a mom and do something nice for someone by just simply buying them a flower and dropping that off at their house and just helping them feel appreciated in that way because I can tell you when my neighbor dropped that plant off I was just so thankful and I still am even the fact that I'm talking about it on the podcast shows how somebody doing something nice for me really left a huge impact so if you feel uh it pressing on your heart to do something nice for somebody else or if you really want to help release uh oxytocin in your your body and, and into your brain and, and tap into that chemical. Maybe you can drop a mom off at your friends or just do something nice for someone because it will impact them. And um, it will probably impact them for a lot longer than you may even realize. So I just want to encourage you to really lean into that and do that and go with whatever you're being prompt to do to be nice to others. Okay, our final chemical of happiness to learn how to hack is serotonin. And this one is specifically for um, good moods. And this list did not surprise me at all because I can 110% again say like whenever I do these things, I just am instantly in a better mood. Um, so the first thing on the list of serotonin and how to release serotonin in your body is exercise. And I know it is so hard to get the motivation to exercise, but I know that once I do exercise, I feel so good. I have never, ever exercised and then said, oh wow, I wish I didn't just work out. There's been so many times that I have eaten something that I sit on the couch and I'm like, oh my goodness, my stomach hurts. I wish I didn't eat that. But there's never been a time that I worked out and then I go and I sit on the couch and I say, wow, I wish it didn't work out. I feel terrible. Every time I've ever worked out in my life, it has put me in such a good mood. Um, I just love it. And I found what I love to do for a good exercise and a good workout. And I know that's different for everyone. Um, and it took me a really long time to figure that out because I think a lot of the times we can see fitness on Instagram or we can see fitness from our friends or from our parents. And it's presented in such a way that it seems like you have to do it this way. Um, 
But it's really important for us to step back and understand that everybody's body is different and every exercise affects somebody else differently. So what works for that person might not work for you. And what you enjoy might not be what somebody else enjoys. Personally, I love Pilates. I love bar type of things. I love um, really like body weight uh, exercises. And now my husband, he loves to to lift and my husband loves to run and um, he loves to exercise in a different way. So that's like a perfect example right there um, of just trying to figure out what works best for you. I know in high school I forced myself to run miles every single day and at that time I liked it but at this time I can't even dream of running miles nor would I want to. Um, that just doesn't sound appealing to me anymore but it did at one point and now I'm at a different point where I found what works for me. So I want to encourage you to actually find exercise as um, something that you enjoy. Maybe you like Zumba, maybe you like Pilates, maybe you like running or lifting, whatever it is. Figure out what you like, figure out what feels good for your body um, and then start doing it because I know how much serotonin it produces in my own life and scientifically um it says that exercising releases so many uh good chemicals to help you feel happiness and the next one is basking in good light and this kind of made me laugh a little bit because i just pictured um i just pictured like my son going up to the window and sticking his face out of it because he does that almost every single day but how many times have you ever been to the beach or stepped outside and just felt the warmth of the sunlight and just embraced it? I know personally, whenever I am in my car, and I'm talking about my car a lot on this podcast episode, but whenever I'm in my car driving, I um, open the sunroof and I put the windows down and I just love to feel the sunshine on me in the car. I love to see it. I love to feel it. I love to be in it. And I know that every single morning when I get up, um, either my husband or I will open up the blinds around the house and let the light in. And what an impact it has on the days that we open the blinds versus the days we don't mentally. As soon as those blinds open and the light shines into our living room and our kitchen and around our house, there's just so much more happiness um, because it's hacking that serotonin production, prompting our bodies to create that and releasing that chemical into our brain. So there's reason for why we feel this way when it happens and and it's amazing. So I want to encourage you right now um, to know that basking in good side and light produces serotonin. I don't know what your life looks like. I don't know what your days look like, but open your windows, get outside, bask in that good light. As funny as that might sound. The next thing that was listed to help produce serotonin is to practice prayer. Uh, personally, I know that practicing prayer makes me so joyful. I know that there's some days when it's hard for me to pray because it is just um, loud and crazy. And on those days, I just simply will just take a moment and just start praying out loud um, in my house. No matter what is going on around me, I just start talking to God. Uh, and instantly after I, I talk to God and after I pray, I am just grounded and I just have a joy 
and peace that can't be explained. So when I've read that uh, praying produces serotonin, it made so much sense to me. Uh, why naturally? That would just release such happiness chemicals within our body. And the, the last thing on this list, which made me really, really happy with my background in nutrition and uh, just my appreciation for cooking, uh, this one surprised me a little bit, but it said that fixing up a healthy meal produces serotonin. And that made me so joyful um, because healthy food impacts us so much. What we eat uh, impacts us physically on so many different levels and mentally. Um, Your gut is known as your second brain. So everything you eat really has an impact on your health and your mental health. So eating healthy has such an impact on the way that your body is going to be able to release those chemicals and how your body's going to be able to properly create those chemicals. Uh, so it's just so fascinating uh, that fixing a happy meal or fixing, a, I'm sorry, a healthy meal will help us be happy and, and release that serotonin chemical. Because I know for me, every night when I cook dinner for my family, um, I'm always trying to cook meals that are that are healthy and will nourish our family's body. And knowing that I get so much joy and makes sense that my body's creating serotonin, but it's also creating dopamine because I accomplished such a task. So it's just so amazing to step back and understand how our body works, what we can do to actually start releasing these chemicals within our bodies to start feeling happiness and start hacking them throughout our days. I think it's really important to be a good steward over our body and over our health and our mind. And to do that, we have to have an understanding of how our body works, what ways our body connects and what our body needs and what it looks like within us internally um, to do that. And I think it's amazing that our body actually produces four different chemicals to help us feel happiness and there's just simple actions that we can include in our every single day to hack happiness so that we start feeling happiness and these chemicals are released to produce that within us it's absolutely incredible and I hope that there are takeaways from you today that you're able to write down a few of these things and if you didn't go back and listen again and write down a few of these things that can actually help you feel happy and have that impact on your life and things that you can just incorporate into your routine daily. Friend, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me on today's podcast episode. I hope that today's episode leaves you feeling inspired and helps you remember ways to hack happiness in your every single day to live a truly inspired life. If you haven't already, please leave a rating and review for this podcast. It means so much to me and we are just so thankful to be able to read your reviews. Uh, It really helps the show grow and be able to be heard by more listeners like you who need encouragement in there every single day. I want to encourage you also to follow me on Instagram and connect with me there if you haven't already at inspiringhoney at gmail.com. It was such a joy to hang out with you guys and don't forget to check out Tuvu, T-U-V-U. It's an amazing app and I have a link for you in the show descriptions where you can get a whole year free just for being an Inspiring Honey listener. 
go ahead and click that show note. I cannot wait to see you on that app and I can't wait to talk to you guys in next week's episode. If you haven't already, leave a review and make sure that you're subscribed to the show.